guys, welcome back to another episode of the Dear You podcast. We have a pretty great episode planned for you guys today, but before we get started on today's episode, make sure you head on over to Instagram at Dear You the Podcast and follow us so you can get all the latest details. And also, we would love to hear what you think about the episodes, what you'd like to hear from us, and your favorite parts. So head on over to IG, and if you're listening to the podcast right now, take a screenshot and tag us to be featured on our stories. So today's episode is going to be about habits and goals. Um, I know that as the year is coming to an end, with just three months left, we... Holy cow. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But we all started <laughs> this year... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to remind you that it... <laughs> <laughs> Existential crisis. Um, so, we all started this year off with a ton of habits or goals that we wanted to instill in our lives. And so maybe this episode is your reminder to sit down, look at what you wanted to do, and if you haven't gotten there, there's still some time to get going. And if you have started, well, I'm really proud of you. Please tell us your secrets so we can share them and we can all achieve our goals. In today's episode, we are going to talk about why we don't achieve some of the goals we set out to do, how we can improve our daily lives to be better at achieving goals, and honestly, how to be compassionate to yourself while trying to instill a new habit so that when you fall off track, you can not feel so horrible. So let's go ahead and get started. So, um, do you guys have any goals? Did you guys have any goals when 2020 started? Are you guys those type of people to set out New Year's resolutions or stuff? I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I hate New Year's resolutions. (laughs) I tried this year, like, for the first time. And then I was like, I'm gonna work out. And I did for, like, a couple months. Until, like, shit went down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Get a job. I'm going to quit no. my job. Well, COVID did that for me, so <laughs> my workplace no longer Ooh. exists. <laughs> I guess you I achieved one of your job. goals. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't believe. Well, I used to believe in the whole year, in the whole New Year's resolutions. Like, yeah, every year starting on New Year's Day, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do this, this, and that. And then, like, within a week, I give up. <laughs> yeah. Like, I used to believe in it, but I think, I I don't know, I feel like I finally come to terms that, like, not every year I have to restart my life like that. Like, I feel like goals and habits are, like, a continuous thing that you have to yeah. move on in your life. Yeah. You don't have to say, like, on this day, I'm going to start. I'm like, no, why don't you slowly start incorporating yeah that's very true so many people fail the resolutions because they like haven't done anything at all to achieve that goal beforehand and then they're like oh i'm gonna lose like 20 pounds now and it's like you didn't change anything beforehand how do you expect things to change in like one month 
Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I feel, I hate the whole idea of yeah. New Year's and They make me so I mad mean, every year. Just because I asked this question, the reason I asked this is because I was always also one of those people who used to be, oh, New Year's resolutions, you know, start off the year with stuff. But I think, like, I quickly realized that that just didn't make sense. And last year, I actually took a very different approach where right after my fall semester ended, I obviously had the goal of 2020 being healthier, being more active. Specifically, I wanted to... Um, I, I've never been an athletic person, but I wanted to treat myself like an athlete and actually move to move, not move to punish myself, but move because I wanted to. So I remember right after I finished my semester, I started working out and I started like really um, like with no, um, with none of that New Year's pre- pressure. It was like some random day in December. I was like, I'm going to start working out now. And I was like every day, I'm, or not every day, I was like, I'm going to go four times a week and I'm going to go there for like even if it's just for 15 minutes on the treadmill, I'm going to go do that and I'll be done. And I think, like, my approach this last year was one of the best things I did for myself because, um, you know, I'm overweight and, like, I've had so many different journeys with trying to instill healthier habits, but each time I always failed and then I would feel really bad and then I'd feel I'd feel really I'd get really mean with myself and I'd be like ah you're lazy Nikki like you gotta go back and try harder but I think kind of what Alma was saying earlier a lot of the times we try to go out and achieve a habit or goal with having no foundation to get to that goal and so that's kind of the big reason of why I wanted to have this conversation today about goals and habits because as this year is coming to an end there's obviously going to be a lot of emotions around the things you said you were going to do this year but I actually wanted to talk about um why sometimes we don't achieve our goals and talk about um the reality behind that because I think there's more to not achieving your goals than just oh you're lazy So what is your guys' number one reason or what you guys think is your main reason of why you don't get to your goal, whatever your goal might be? People get in the way. There's like people who try to stop you usually. So let's say you make this goal of eating less and like cutting down on certain amount of foods and stuff and um, like change your lifestyle that way. And then let's say, and then my mom would cook something and then she gets mad if I don't eat it. She asked me like, what What do you want to eat, you know? And then I say, oh, I, I'm trying not to eat this stuff. And she says, okay. But then she cooks like a shit ton of rice, even though I said, <laughs> I can't, I'm not eating carbs right now. Like I'll do like, I'll alternate between carb and no carb day. But she cooks a lot of rice. And if I don't eat it, like she kind of gets upset you know and she's like you don't appreciate me la di da you know blah 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 <laughs> so yeah, I yeah. have to eat it and she she talks about like wasting food you know and that's one example or like um, let's say you're trying to get off sugar and then you your friends like love to go like get boba you know and then like every time you go with them it's like I kind of want boba now it's hard not to but yeah, that's just like with dietary restrictions, but I think um, a lot of it is just discipline. 
so you have to like stick to your guns you know and yeah stick to like your goals don't let other people like dictate you yeah how about you Tere what do you think is or wait or Alma whoever was talking I think I also kind of agree with Cindy I think it's people who are the ones that are people in general who are the ones that are trying to stop you because I feel that I'm constantly comparing myself to people no it doesn't matter whether it's eating healthy or like weight loss or just people who are like artistically better than me or you know who could draw really nice and pretty in their bullet journals you know like I'm constantly (laughs) comparing myself to them and it's the one thing that I really the one thing I really wish I could change because I think that's stopping me a lot from like reaching my own goals and habits and I think even myself as the, as the saying goes, sometimes you're your own worst enemy. You're the one that's, like, mentally stopping yourself from doing whatever you want to do in life. Like, if I wanted to run a 5K marathon, and I'm like, I don't want to wake up at 5 a.m. So, it's it's my problem. Obviously, it's no one else's, but it, I'm the only one that's really stopping myself and limiting myself to being able to do better than than what I should be well, doing. Well, I, I definitely think you note something very important, which is your environment is a huge factor on how you go about achieving your goals. Yeah. Um, how about you, Alma? Okay, so I feel like for me, the main thing really is just having unrealistic goals. I feel like I kind of flip-flop between having nothing I want to do or wanting to do something super unrealistic, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I either don't want to do anything or I'm like, oh, I'm going to become the best juggler in the world in like a month and like just yeah, some stuff like that. Something you can accomplish. Yeah. And it's like, I can't do that. Like, you obviously need more practice in that. But I don't know. For me, like you guys were saying, you, you guys kind of like um, put yourselves down. I think I kind of have a big ego. So like... <laughs> I just, I'm like, yeah, I could definitely do this. Like, I'm smart enough to figure it out. And then I'm like, wait, no, I'm not. And I don't realize that till, like, I'm in too deep and I'm already failing. And it's like, well, (laughs) next time. That's me too. Like, I flip-flop between having the the biggest ego ever to, like, having no nothing. (laughs) Yeah, it's like. (laughs) No, you gotta not know. Um. No, no, that's, like, I think that's really valid. For me, I think my number one reason... So, I used to think it was environment a lot. Like, I would be, like, you know, the the people around me in the situation was not ideal for me to get to my goals, which, in a lot of the times, it wasn't. But I think um, as I grew more independent, I started realizing, oh... No matter where you go, no matter who you're with, distractions always show up. Like, let's say it's like, oh, with my friends, um, you guys, you know, I don't work on a project because you guys are around. And I'm always like, okay, I'll just, you know, sacrifice my project to hang out with you guys. But let's say you guys are not here, then I sacrifice my project to go watch Netflix or, like, to just take a nap. And, like, I think it relates to what Cindy was saying. Like, a lot of it does come down to you. But you do need to be aware of your environment because if your environment is just set up with a bunch of distractions, you can't actually ever, um, you're doing a lot more brain work to get to the same 
or you're putting in a lot more effort to achieve your goals. Whereas like if you could just clean out your environment a little, you can focus and getting that getting to that goal is a little bit easier. But on the other hand, for me, I think the number one reason why I don't get to my goal is honestly just fear. There's like I have a really, really hard time starting new things and I plan and I plan and I plan, but actually executing things, it freaks me out. And that's where I think like, you know, all my, your, you know, you call it your ego, but your confidence is kind of cool <laughs> because I see how many cool things you try and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I want to try doing that. But then like, if I was in your shoes, I know I would never do it because I'm too afraid to go out and try things. So I think the number one reason I don't get to my goals is I like, while I want something, there's a lot of fear in the middle of me and my goal. And so I kind of just a lot of time given to my fear and say, oh, like, I can't get to there. That's not a, uh, that's not a possibility for someone like me. And then I'm just like, okay, like, I guess not. But I do think like, if uh, well, in the last year, I've learned a lot on how to deal with that fear. And just acknowledging that it's not my, well, like, of course, there's always gonna be like, anxiety starting something new, because you don't know how to do it. But acknowledging yeah. that, you know, that's why you're feeling anxious, not because you suck at it. I think it makes the process a lot easier on like, trying new things or um, trying to instill new habits. Like, I used to be really afraid to go to the gym and super, like, self-conscious. I'm like, oh, why am I at the gym? Like, you know, like, it doesn't make sense for someone like me to be at the gym, you know? But then I realized, like, how am I ever going to get fit if I can't show up at the gym, you know? <laughs> so it's like a lot of your fears kind of cancel each other out and then you're, like, stuck in the same place. So yeah. I guess, like, you know... Since you guys know um, one of the big reasons why you don't get to your goals, how do you deal with them? How do you deal with the obstacles to get to your goal? I don't know. That's a... That's... This is, like, a big question to ask because... I don't know. I think... I still think the biggest issue is disciplining. It's not that you're not motivated. It's you have the motivation within you. You just have to force yourself to work kind of like what you said about um your biggest obstacle is starting yeah uh, so like you just have to make yourself start otherwise like it will never happen it's like when you put things off for tomorrow 10 years are going to go past like really fast because you keep putting things off for tomorrow tomorrow and then that tomorrow never comes you know yeah and i'm kind of getting off track but um but yeah just like force yourself to like work because there's no like really other way you gotta you gotta power on I, I mean I do have something to say here so before you know I would have a goal that I would really want to do like I don't know like get an A or something it's okay. something I really really want right but mm -hmm. I'm unable to achieve it and so like well actually that was a bad example because that's something I really want but sometimes like I realized I was having goals that I didn't actually align with like things that I didn't actually want to do like, um, I don't know, for so long, I was trying to run, okay? And then, like, one day, I asked myself, like, wait, do I want to run? And I'm like, no, then why am I pushing myself so hard to do something that I don't want to do? And I think that's really important because a lot of times, especially nowadays, we compare ourselves to the people around us, and we set out to do 
things that other people have done. And then when we don't achieve that same thing that someone else has, we feel, or I mean, I feel bad because I'm like, oh, I should be able to do this. But then when I actually sit down and think about the goal that I was going after, it actually wasn't something I was passionate about. So like when you're thinking about it in the terms of motivation, I remember like, I don't know, people always talk about this with like, a work ethic where they say like motivation is just like like one percentage of the whole thing and the rest of it is like self-discipline but if you can't um if you don't find that motivation and you can't find that self-discipline I think it is like a note to ask yourself is this actually something you want to do instead of like forcing yourself to sit there and do it and do it and do it because when I like actually asked myself, do I want to run? And I said, no, I started looking for physical activities that I did like doing, like skateboarding or um, like going on walks with my dog or like things to move that I didn't hate. So, yeah, like I don't think you should just chalk it up to you're not motivated enough or you're not self-disciplined enough, because I think if you like something enough, you find ways to motivate yourself you find ways to self-discipline but if you don't even like the activity there's no way you're gonna force yourself to do it okay when i was talking about that i was referring to like because you get tasks that you have to do that you don't really want to do in that case then you do have to like force yourself to do it otherwise it's never gonna get done yeah but yeah i agree with what you said about liking the task because when you like something you put you put like your mind into it it's different, you know, versus something you don't really care about. Yeah, but like sometimes you have to do things you don't like to get to where you want to be. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. For me, uh, okay, since, since I set my expectations so high, I feel like when I first start out with my goals, there's this period when I'm where I'm like super just hyper-focused and I'm doing almost all I can to get to that place that I want to be at but I find that like I'll just wear myself out fast so I'll be like peak performance for like a month and then after that I'll I'll get sick of it and I'm like you know what like screw this I'm gonna move on to another goal so I think for me something that's been really for me something that has been really important is just slowing myself down and not getting worn out You know, like, enjoying the process instead of just trying to rush into it. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, that's where... So, obviously, when we started this podcast, it was way out of all of our comfort zones. And But it was definitely, like, a goal of mine to have a podcast where... Because I remember having all these great conversations with you guys. And I was like, you know, what if we could make that available to more people so, like, we can um, just get to know more people. And... At the beginning, I remember bringing this idea up to you guys, and we all said yes, because, you know, of course, we're going to be excited initially during an idea. But then I remember, like, actually not taking it too seriously. And I think, like, I was like, oh, this is actually going to happen, you know? And I think doing that actually helped me create the podcast because I had such low, like, I had really set such low expectations for myself that, like, even... Just talking about it, I was like, wait, oh shit, this is really happening? Like, and then before I knew it, like, I was able to keep moving steps forward. 
Whereas, like, before, if I started something, I would be like, okay, like, in one week, I need to have, like, uh, like a professionally produced um, podcast or some shit like that. Like, that's kind of the high expectation that I would have led or I would have had for myself before. So I really, I, I personally really relate to what you were saying, Alma, where sometimes slowing down in your goals and realizing that it, you have to go through each step helps because then like of course you need to have an idea of where you're trying to get but there's like 30 40 thousand steps like in the middle that you need to go through and if you try to like sprint up these stairs you're gonna get tired out and then you're not gonna want to do it anymore and for someone like me who has very low attention span I think learning that and applying that to most things just like don't overwhelm myself with something really quickly has helped me get farther with tasks that whereas before I would give up quickly. So Tere, how do you deal with the obstacles that come between you and your goals? Between my goals? I don't know actually how I deal with that. Like I feel that I set a lot of high expectation goals and then I never meet them. Like I set myself to a really high standard and then I never reach them. Mm-hmm. But I know there's always obstacles with setting your goals. Like, for example, like for me, learning how to bullet journal is like a habit that I want to create. And, like, in, especially in making it look all pretty, like, how, how they are on Pinterest. Yeah. But the obstacle that I'm dealing with that is the part of making it look pretty. Because, like, I'm not really good at drawing. So that's always And so when you have... face this obstacle, like, how do you go about it? Like, um, my response was kind of, like, shutting down originally. But how do you get over that obstacle? No, I really don't know. Like, with the bullet journal thing, like, for me, that's the, the obstacle is, like, obviously not learn, knowing how to draw. So how do I fix that problem is just practicing. But with, like, other life-changing goals, I really okay, don't so, know, actually. Like, so, I don't know. Maybe just think of goals that you have achieved and then, like, the ones that you haven't achieved. And what was the difference between those two? Like... I don't know. I really don't know because I like I do set myself goals, and I know I don't achieve them half of the time. But I guess I just tend to forget that I never set myself that high standard, and I just kind of ignore it. Maybe. Well, has there been anything that you wanted to do that you accomplished? Yeah, that you struggled through. Mm, let's say school. Yeah. For me, it's always been like. I've always felt like all of my friends or, like, people around me have been, like, really smart. So, and, like, I felt like school was their thing, but school was never my thing. I was, it was always really hard for me to, like, keep up with assignments or just trying to understand what I learned that day and then use it again in a test. Like, I always, I always really struggled with school. I don't think school was meant for me, but... I feel like no matter how hard it got for me, I just kept telling myself, like, you have to keep going because if you stop, then then what's the point? Like, I, I know, like, I, I, I'm glad that I had you guys to help me along the way, 
So I think when you deal with obstacles like that, I think it's just a good idea to have like a support system, you know? Because without that support mm -hmm. system, then how are you supposed to reach that goal? Like, I got lucky that I had you guys to help me a lot in high school. Because if I didn't have you guys, and I'm like, I probably would have failed high school. Or I don't know. It could have been No, no. I mean, no. obviously, like, like, high school dropout. You're a really hard worker. Yeah. Kinda... Yeah, but yeah, I think I that really was the thing. Are. Like, I, I, I felt like I just had to... Like, I had to keep pushing myself. Like, I know it's hard sometimes. Or like, I don't know. I feel like like be resilient, really basically. No, no. I think one of the big things that you're saying is how when you want something, um, in this case, your education was a big, um, or successfully completing your education was a big goal of yours. You are yeah. a person that no matter what obstacles come in your place, you keep striving through them. And I think that's exactly how you get through your obstacles. You have a lot of um, stamina and like perseverance. And yeah. that's that's a really amazing skill to have because a lot of people in the face of such a strong obstacle like that, they would give up or say school's not for them. But you yeah. didn't do that. Yeah, and like low key, I'm honestly surprised I actually did end up graduating because there was that there were some points in high school, like I guess towards my senior year too, it was like I don't know if I want to keep going to school. Like, it, like obviously because we went to to a high school that was both college and high school. I was like, if this is how college is going to be, then it's only going to get worse for me. But, like, I think I just didn't want to give up because I also wanted to prove people wrong. I always have that mentality, like, I want to prove not myself wrong, but everyone. So I think that's just how, I guess, I guess that's how I deal with obstacles. Just knowing that I can push through and persevere, as you said. But I mean, yeah, even I when really we, like, work out and stuff, like, it's, yeah, it's a like, bad example, but I give up pretty quickly, but I see, yeah. like, you, you keep going, even when, like, it's, like, it sucks, I, I turn around and you're still, like, going at it, even though yeah. you're in pain, and I think yeah. that's, that's pretty cool that you have that much strength inside of you, because a lot of people don't have that much strength. Yeah, and I guess that's, I, I guess I never really noticed that about myself, like, Thinking about that's why I struggle so hard answering because how do I really deal with my own obstacles when it comes to goals and stuff? But I guess I I realize now like holy cow I'm 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 a lot stronger than I think I am. Like I never really thought I had the stamina or the perseverance or I never I never really thought I had that mentality. But I guess you guys saying it I'm like holy cow I guess I guess this is me. I didn't know. Another. We love you. Me, so. <laughs> I cry. I also I cry. We all cry. <laughs> it's so crazy. No. But yeah, like, but yeah, the obstacles thing. It's like it's it's always a good idea to have like your friends support you because that you you maybe they're the ones that you look up to that that say holy cow like if they're able to push through an insanely hard workout then I can too. Yeah. I think like um for me. I was also in that place where I had, like, a million things that I wanted to do, but I didn't get any of them done. Um, mm -hmm. Like, just things that I wanted to start doing, like, either, like, waking up or drinking water or, um, like, working out or uh, starting a new hobby or drawing or, you know, calling my friends. Or, like, little things, like, all these things that I want to do. And sometimes, like, I over my overwhelm myself with how many things I need to do. And I think that's where, like, bullet journaling really helped me because, like... The system that the bullet journal, like, I mean, I don't know if you guys have um, 
outside of the pretty Pinterest pictures, the the actual um foundation for the bullet journal is really interesting because it focuses on a lot of like reflection and also breaking down your goals because one of the things that they talk about is how like hey you know you have a goal and you want to get to it but so often we set ourselves up for too big of a goal and we don't actually think about the little steps that we need to take there and i mean if you guys haven't read the bullet journal method it's a very it's a very cool it's actually a very cool read because for someone like me who likes organizing it's a very cool system that someone came up with so it's actually like um it's like it's it's well structured and planned and it's it seems like almost like wow like like it's a creative it's done by like i believe the author he's like a graphic designer artist i don't know he's some kind of in the design space but for someone like that to create such a cool system that can actually be applied to anything, you can apply it to your like, you know, life goals, all of that. I think once I started reading that book, I realized that, yeah, I wanted to like um, run a 10K or run a marathon or hike Mount Baldy. Like, I mean, I know we keep using examples of like physical and um, health related stuff. And that's a whole other topic. But um, so often, like we set ourselves to we want to do these really big goals but like how am I ever gonna like hike Mount Baldy if I can't go for like a 30 minute walk with my dog you know and so like I think when I read the book the number one things I realized about my habits and goals is that I needed to actually break it down a lot like into the most like minute things and once I started doing that I realized that like I actually do a lot more than I thought I did And, like, it helped me kind of be a little bit more kind to myself, showing, like, oh, okay, like, I'm currently at part one of, like, 20, but that doesn't mean I'm not working on my goal. I'm just, like, at one out of 20, and then when I get a little bit better at one, I can move to phase two, or I can move to phase three. And I think this is all, like, this is a system that worked for me, but I think everyone needs to, like, try their own methods on what works with building their own habits and like attempting different like or trying different things to get to their goals because I know me and Cindy had a conversation about um I think it was about planning but obviously a lot of a lot of things about planning are surrounding getting to your goals like that's why you plan to make sure that you're working towards your goals and getting or getting the things that you need to done And I remember both of us talking, like, something that worked for me, which is, like, time blocking, didn't exactly work for Cindy. Mm -hmm. And so I think people do actually need to try out different methods before, like, just because it works for someone. Like, I tell you something, like, the bullet journal method, it might work for me, but then you go try it, it might not work for you. That doesn't mean, like, you're a failure. (laughs) That just means, like, it doesn't work for you. You need to find what works for you. But that requires you to keep trying and, like, looking looking for, like, things that work for you. Because only, like, you know, you know yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'm always embarrassed to say this because I feel it's like, wow, Tere, she's achieving high goals, blah, blah, blah. But I think... Well, well, it's, it's, instead of being health related, we can say something more like a personal goal. So like, since I'm obviously, well, I studied film and like my ultimate goal is obviously, you know, to make my own films and make my own stuff that make me happy and that 
other people hopefully find happiness but like I say this a lot kind of as a joke but also kind of as a way to motivate myself I tell myself one day I'm gonna be at the Oscars saying my speech of winning best director or whatever whether it be like for the Oscars or like the Emmys or whatever like I said I set that really high goal for myself like as a personal goal because I wanted something I wanted to be able to keep motivating myself every day like why am I why am I pursuing a career in film obviously there's more than awards and glamour and whatnot but like I don't know it's just like a weird random little goal it's not a little because it's a really big goal to achieve but every time like I feel like especially now like I'm in a really bad slump where like I don't want to do anything with film because I feel like I'm not creative or I feel like I don't belong in that world but then I tell myself you know one day you're gonna be at that stage at the Oscars at the Emmys or the Golden Globes thinking all of the people that have helped you along the way to like reach your goal and like I think that for me is like insanely crazy to think about but like to in order to achieve that high goal you have to set the little goals you know like obviously like right now I haven't done anything because I'm so afraid and so scared to try it to do anything with film because I'm afraid I'm going to fail but that's why setting yourself little goals like that is what's going to help you get to the big picture so yeah right now like my little goal that I'm trying to set for myself is like watch a movie watch a movie analyze it talk about it with other people and then you know just see what makes that film amazing and beautiful in its own way and like little by little like I'll start learning from that film like oh I like this and I like that and then I get my own ideas of making my own films and then I start making my own films and then sending it off to film festivals or whatever but it, <laughs> yeah. it starts really small you know before I mean you, you did have reach... that one movie that went to the film festival yeah but it was yeah it was yeah. a small little I film. mean as small as it is that was like a really really like Big like a significant you know, like, you, you might call it small, but that was a big, big, big thing for you to achieve. Like, yeah. And I think that's kind of like how people should have that mind. Well, people should think when they create their own goals and habits. Like, I usually think of an extreme version, but then in order for it, in order to reach that extreme version of your dream, like, how are you going to get there? Obviously, I'm, maybe I will never win an Oscar. Who knows? But I'm hoping I do. But maybe it go, it leads me to a different path, you know? And it's, like, still very close to what I want in life. Like, my ultimate goal is, you know, to work in the film industry. You know, obviously, I may not win that Oscar or whatever. But I'm doing something that I love at the end of the yeah. day. So, like, your goals and um, habits will always change, you know? But... You'll always be somewhere where you'll be happy at the end. And I think that's what matters, being happy with whatever goal you set yourself to be. I think, like, I read something recently where um, it's um, someone I follow on Instagram. Her name's, like, um, Joanne. Her thing's, like, Go Fit Joe or something. And she talks a lot about this kind of stuff. And she had this post where she said... If, you know, at one point in your life, there was a habit or a goal that you really wanted to achieve, but for some reason you didn't, maybe, like, think that that was your way of, like, the universe directing you towards something that you needed to do. And, like, I think thinking about it like that, it kind of, like, of course, if there's something that you need to do, go put in the hard work. But if you keep finding yourself, like, levitating away from that goal, it might just be, like, 
that maybe that's not the goal for you and of course like sit down and think about what you really want like that I said you know it's important to dream big sometimes like you need to dream big but there's extremes where people only think about now or only think big and you need to connect that you need to think big of where you want to be and then break it down into where you are right now so that you can realize that hey just because the dream is big and far away or a certain goal is far away doesn't mean you won't actually be able to achieve it it's just you have to get through these steps like I've that's something I had to um go through with uh like for me right now actually my big one is I graduated computer science, but I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do. And it's hard because it's like, okay, then like, if I give myself like a destination, I can get there. But sometimes it's hard to motivate myself to try new things when I don't know what to try. But at the same time, I can't just stop and sit in the same place. And so like, even doing something as small as like, you know, working on this podcast with you guys or um, learning a new skill or hobby, I feel like doing those things actually help my mind, like, be like, maybe I'm interested in a new thing. And so I think, like, when you don't achieve a goal, like, you really just have to sometimes, like, yeah, check if it's, like, a self-discipline thing. Are you just getting distracted? But also, like, think about what you do really want to do in life and make sure you break down your goal into something that's manageable right now because, like, if you ca- obviously can't create an Oscar-winning film at home, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's steps and processes that everyone has to go through, and that's the amazing thing is that you can start working on it right now to get there, but... You can't just only think about the dream or you can't think I'm never going to get to my dream and never work. Like, you got to, you know, you got to make it into manageable bits. Yeah. As the great Shia LaBeouf has said, just do it. Isn't that Nike? (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, Shia LaBeouf, there's that gif where he goes, just do it. Oh, the screaming one? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm. I don't know. I'm very uncultured in pop culture. Apparently, it's not a pop culture. It's a. It's a. It's. I thought it was a regular thing. It's no. pop culture. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I thought everyone knew that. I think it's just yeah, what's it in is. I just say no. It's pretty popular. I don't know how Nikki didn't hear. No, me. no. I think I know yeah. what you guys are talking about. I just like never understood it. Okay, so on to our last question for this episode, or I guess discussion point. Um, I think one of the big things that all of us were mentioning earlier is about how our environment affects how we get to our goals. Um, By environment, I don't just mean where you live, but also the people around you and just like the, the things around you, your distractions, your life, that's all part of it. But how do you think we can prepare our environment better to achieve a goal i think it definitely helps to have your own space versus not having that available to you it's harder to concentrate even if you have headphones on there's like little things like alone time i think is important for me personally Mm -hmm. might be different for other people for me it was i 
I actually always liked the idea of having like a desk set up, right? And, like having a beautiful desk where you sit and work and you focus in, um, things like that. But I realized that one of my biggest things with not achieving goals is when each day is like the same, then I get really bored and then I stop doing it. So one of the things I've had to ensure in all my things is like changing up the pace. So when it was studying, I tried to like sometimes study at home, sometimes like study at the dining table, sometimes go to a coffee shop, sometimes study with a friend, like try to change up the pace because I think like I can't focus when it's always the same thing. And then I start getting really distracted. You know, um, one of the things I used to do before, every time I was starting something new, is I'd kind of tell everyone around me. Because I heard, like, this weird tip that, like, it'll keep you more accountable or something like that. Because, like, if you tell the world. It didn't work like that for me. It actually put so much more pressure on me. And then, like, I just, like, felt overwhelmed and I shut down. So I think, like, as supportive as your, like, family and friends are, I think sometimes you just need to take your own time to figure out the things that you want to do. And honestly, there's nothing bad with, you know, taking that alone time, kind of like what Cindy said, to go do what you need to do. And like, I had to learn that because before I would always like, tell everyone, but then I wouldn't feel as motivated to like, show up to whatever I was trying to do. And once I started kind of like internalizing some stuff and like more um, being introspective about why I was doing stuff, it actually helped me like realize like, okay, like I need to get up and go to the gym before school starts because that's something I want to do versus doing it for the world. And so, um, of course, you know, have a great, like good place to work, focus and stuff, but also, you know, um, pick and choose who you want to tell the things like that you're doing to because not everyone reacts to your new like hot uh, hobbies but the new things that you want to instill in your life the same way like um for example like if you were trying like to get into i don't know i keep coming up with examples about like health and gym because i think that was like the (laughs) one one hobby i was able or habit i was able to get down this year was like showing up to exercise but like it doesn't really make sense for you to go get advice from someone who doesn't go to the gym so like that's kind of what i mean about be careful like who you tell stuff to because if you're going to the friend that always like drinks boba and eats chips on the couch they're not exactly going to be the ones to motivate you to go to the gym so like finding a like-minded community is also really important and like just like um, I know, like, whenever you start something new, if you join a community of people, like, I think that's where, like, group fitness and, like, things like that really help is because you find similar-minded people and you're all, like, you know, you want to show up because you guys are all trying to achieve something together and you struggle through things together. So if that's an opportunity for you, if whatever you're trying to start, like, that's something you can definitely look into. There's tons of new, like, online groups, like, especially on Facebook and stuff of like people, like roller skating groups. I've been part of a lot of roller skating groups because I was gonna roller skate. But they're pretty cool and everyone's so supportive. And I'm like, oh, now I know how to skate backwards, even though I don't know how to skate yet. But I know where I could go if I needed support. So find like a proper support system. Um, Your friends, your loved ones, they aren't gonna be your support system for every single thing. And I think that's just something you need to realize. Yeah, I guess it's just nice to have a support system because you can't really do everything by yourself. Well, for me, 
I always feel like I need people encouraging me or else I, I give up instantly. Like if I don't have like that one person cheering behind me like, yeah, you got this. You can do whatever you want. Well, not do whatever you want, but reach your goals. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I hype myself up a lot. So I think it's nice to have that those group of people who are always there to help or support you with whatever you set your life to. But I yeah. think it's also nice, you know, to have your own space. Like sometimes, well, I don't know. It's not really goals or habits. Well, yeah, I guess, like, when I start something or I really want to start something, I just give myself the time to, like, prepare that new habit. Like, for, for I was going to start roller skating, but sadly, my skates won't arrive until later. But I Roller skating buddies. Yeah, but to prepare myself how to roller skate, I had to, you know, watch a lot of YouTube videos and watch a lot of videos on, like, how people well, I watch mainly how people fall because that's going to happen a lot in the beginning so I'm already setting myself to that expectation that I'm gonna fall so when I see people fall I'm like oh that's going to me I'm gonna be falling either down or hurting myself but that's okay because that's that's how you'll learn you know you fall and then you get yourself back up but yeah I guess just learning how to prepare yourself in that new environment, wherever that may be. And just having people there supporting you, cheering you on. We're here for you. I mean, I know we're all kind of, like, perfectionists. Like, all of us are kind of... Yes, yeah, we are. But, like, I like that, like, Dada can still be positive. Even though, like, she's like, oh, I'm gonna have, like, setbacks. You know, like, falling. See, like, if it was me, I would be, like, unacceptable. <laughs> How oh, dare you exist? It must be perfect. Yeah, yeah like I kind of set myself that too up to the expectation. Like, I'm going to be perfect. I'm not going to fall on the first time I, I get on my skates. No, but, but now you're like, I, you're more accepting of it. And like, I yeah, admire that about you. So you're so going to fall, but get back up. Yeah. <laughs> see, because like, sometimes I do things out of spite. Like, I see somebody do this thing. and I just think to myself, you know, I could do so much better than that person. Like, that person's an idiot. And, and that motivates me like crazy. Oh my gosh, you thrive off of competition? I don't. That's amazing. I sometimes do. It no, depends on the thing, though. When there's competition for me, I shut down. No, if they do really well, though, then, like, nothing. But if they're doing really bad, like, I feel like I have to take that role of somebody who's doing oh better. Oh my god, that's so mean. I know, I, feel I like know, it's make terrible. me cry. <laughs> You know, some people in my life, they tried to motivate me by competing with me, like whether it's during like trading or like exercise or stuff like that. Like I remember in seventh grade, like my PE teacher was trying to get me to like run faster than other people. And she would talk about how the other people were running faster than me, but it made me just give up and it made me want to try less because I'm like, okay, well, they're obviously faster than me than like, who am I competing with? And I think like... These are all really, like, important things to know about yourself so that you can create, like, the best environment for yourself when going after something that you want to do. Because for me, learning that, I realized, like, of course, like, I wanted to be part of a like-minded community, but I didn't really want to, like, compete with people because then that would, like, hinder my progress because I would be like, oh, I'm not as good and I would be more likely to fail. But yeah, how about you, Alma? <laughs> I feel like um everything is so different for me. 
like one day some something might work and the other day it's not gonna work you know like um in like when I played soccer and stuff people would be really encouraging and be like oh you can do this like you can do this you can do that like don't let anything stop you and I hated that I was like uh why are they <laughs> like why are they just lying to me like putting expectations are they putting yeah like that's that's sort of what it felt like because they see your beautiful yeah that's the worst that's That's sort of like what it felt like and i I hated that so i like i worked really hard on my own to like get better but then let's say like rugby on the other hand i was playing rugby and i think people just expected me to suck and they were like oh like you can't do that like you play soccer not rugby like how are you going to use your hands and then and then there'd just be people that like look down on me almost for that and that made me mad too and that made me (laughs) that like pushed me to work harder to become a better player yeah so there's really no constant for like what's gonna help me do better and what's gonna set me back you know besides really just myself internally that's really good i don't know i feel like there's not really much i can do about my environment it's just more of a of controlling my internal process i guess and just gearing it more towards getting to that goal instead of being like oh screw this i don't want to do this anymore and i'm over it yeah I mean, that's kind of interesting, like, what you said, because I was actually having a conversation with my roommates the other day, and um, um, my roommate's boyfriend, he's a, or he was a Boy Scout, and I asked him, you know, how do Boy Scouts feel about girls joining? And we were talking about that whole convers- uh, whole topic, and he actually told me that apparently a lot of the times when girls joined the Boy Scouts, they they got a lot of their badges or whatever they're called a lot faster than the rest of the guys. So they were able to get their certifications done a lot quicker. And like, I think sometimes like, well, at least for me, like, um, you know, being a girl, when I'm in like a male dominated environment, sometimes I want to do stuff too, just to say like, hey, I, I, I can do it. Like, it's more my decision not to do it, not my lack of ability. Mm-hmm. And like that happened to me a lot in CS because I felt really unmotivated in CS. But at the same time, like I was getting really good grades and I was like, okay, so like the only reason I did that was so I could prove myself like I just, it was a personal thing, not a lack of ability. Yeah. I don't know. But sometimes, like, do you ever, you guys ever find yourself around people who just suck and they're like basically incompetent and then you become this most like, you become this dictator of a person and like super productive and you know, but like once you leave that group, you revert back to your old self. I mean, I had that when I I was working where I had like, if I had to work with someone that like, for some reason didn't know how to do anything and then had to carry like the whole project or something and like I felt bad but then I was like wait but I still have to do this and they're obviously not doing it but I think this is a little off topic now I sounded Um, too mean according to Nikki no no the other one did where you were like I'm gonna do stuff just because the other person sucks (laughs) I sometimes am like that too like I feel like I I I don't tell I don't say it out loud but like no no I know what you're talking about I don't tell that that person that no no 
It's like I'm secretly competitive, like well, especially with board games or like games in general. <laughs> like I feel like I have to beat that that's, person. That's like, not a secret. Like, that's not a secret. Oh, You're just like oh, yeah. outwardly <laughs> competitive. <laughs> So that's it for today's episode. We got to talk about a lot of great things surrounding goals and habits. And as you got to see, all of us have different ways we get over our obstacles, different ways we go about getting to our goals. And we talked a lot about environment and just um, how to optimize yourself to get to your goal. And so. If you found any of the things from today, any tips, any stories relatable, um, or you liked a certain part, just go ahead and let us know by heading over to our Instagram. Thanks so much for tuning in today, guys. See you next time. Dear you, how often do you find yourself creating new goals or setting up habits that seem to fail no matter how much you try? It's not just you. So many of us pick and choose random things and introduce them into our daily lives without really knowing why. Social media has increased the spread of habits for success, golden rules, things you have to do by a certain age, etc. We see these things and think, hey, all these people agree with this, so it must be right. We see it so much we end up pushing ourselves into new things that we don't even need. So, before you even jump in to a new habit, think about all the times you created a goal for yourself. Was it something you actually wanted to do or was it something that you felt like you needed to do? One important thing to remember is that goals and habits can only go as far as you. What does this mean? Well, it's important to remember that motivation is only the first step. The rest of the work needs to be done by you. So, if you choose a habit or goal that you're not truly passionate about, you are ultimately setting yourself up for failure. Are there any goals you have absolutely dreaded working on? I'm not talking about necessary tasks like getting your math homework done and going to work, but about the goals like being someone who finishes assignments in a timely manner. Those are two very different things. While there will be things you have to do that do not always make you happy, there are also many goals slash habits that you do have control over. Figuring out who you want to be as a person can actually help you align yourself with proper goals. Another thing to keep in mind is that it's pretty common for us to fall off track from our goals. More so than you might think, but let's not let that stop us. Falling off track can be unpreventable. So, whenever you start something new, ask yourself how you will deal with the obstacles that come along on this new journey. Goals and habits are great when you know what you want to do, but don't aimlessly set up new ones hoping that they'll work out. You can end up giving yourself a really hard time for no reason at all. Everyone does things differently. And figuring out what works for you is the kindest thing that you can do for yourself. Love, a future you. Hey guys, that's it for another episode of Dear You. Thank you so much for tuning in. This episode is an original Pluto production. Art is by Cindyana. Audio editing is by Teresa Horace. Production is done by Nikita Sakamori and Alma Santiago. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget, Dear You is here for you. Till next time.